guys for volunteering. It was really nice to do that. Do you guys know what you're going to do now? No. <laughs> you're right. And that's the way a servant event is. You have absolutely no clue what you're going to do. All right. Of you eight guys and girls, which one of you is the smartest? Oh, I like, I like you. You put your hand up. Come here. You're going to sit just like this right here. Fantastic. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you the rules of this game. Okay. And we're going to see how you do. We're going to see how smart you really are. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. So everybody's like, Shelly, why are you doing this? Because this is what a serving event is just like. Just letting you know. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give everybody a letter. And they're going to hold it above their head like this. Okay? And they don't know what their letter is. And you have to put them in the correct order to spell a seven-letter word in the English language. Uh, it needs to be English. Okay. So you're a pretty smart guy. Do you know how to unscramble letters pretty good to make words? Okay. Well, I think you'll be able to do this pretty easy. Okay? It's not, it's not God or Jesus, though. Okay. You get to turn around. We're going to time you to see how fast you can do this. Okay? Who's got a stopwatch on their phone or whatever? Oh, you. What's your name? Jackson? All right. Jackson's going to time you. And on the count of three, you're going to stand up, turn around, and you're going to put your friends in order, or the people you came with, in order, <laughs> to spell out one word, seven-letter word, in the English language. What is it spell, Dylan? Excited! Yeah! <laughs> Woo! How long did it take him? 25 seconds. That's a new record for today. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. You guys can go sit down. I really appreciate everything you did here to help me get started here today. Because this, I believe the title of this is, um, Are You Ready? No. Shelly Carlson? <laughs> no. I am. But, so, servant events are, um, I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I got started in serving events and uh, how you can go and serve at a serving event. And then if you're interested in learning how to host a serving event, I'll also try to put that in there too. So how did you get involved in serving events? Well, <laughs> a long time ago, uh, when I started youth ministry, <coughs> 28 years ago, <coughs> um, you're supposed to say, you don't look that old, Shelly. No. All right, I like you guys. Um, I used to get this servant event flyer, and it would, I'd get, to get it, and I'd go, huh, what kid would spend $160 to go work for a week? This is ridiculous. Circle file. You know what that is, garbage can. <laughs> Didn't know if you guys, you know, because trash now, you just hit a trash can for you. Okay, so then this, uh, we had to get a new pastor. Well, we, because I was a youth leader. No, we had to get a new, we got a new uh, pastor. And um, he said, hey, Shelly, you know what we're going to do? 
And I said, no. He said, we're going to do servant events here. And I said, servant events? What are they? And he said, well, you go and you do service work in someone's community. And I was like, oh, you mean those work camps? And he said, oh, Shelly, they are not work camps. They are so super cool. They get uh, kids all excited and their leaders all excited about serving in the name of Christ. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, maybe that sounds all right. So we go to serving event training, and um, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool stuff. I kind of like this. And then we had our first serving event, and I was like, we had uh, 50 kids from, I don't know, five or six different states and our kids. So it's, you know, kind of a smaller group. It's not like the National Youth Gathering. It's just a little smaller. And you're with each other for a week, and you get to know each other, like, really, really well. But in through that, you also learn about serving others in the name of Christ. And you do a lot of hard work. It's not really about the work, though. It's really about connecting the youth and the youth workers that come to Christ. And that's the coolest part, is that you really get a deep connection. We do Bible studies and devotions, and we work really, really hard. And then at night, we go out, and we, if you haven't noticed, I love to play. I like to play games. Uh, I like to, uh, I like toys. And uh, I like to share that with other people, my love of those things. Because I think it's really important that you get, like, in your life, a whole gamut, is that the right word I want? Yeah, of what you can do in your world. Serving events help show you that. They're super cool. So if you look around the room, I have some pictures of some serving events that uh, um, we've been on. And, uh, some uh, banners that we've made too. Um, every year there is a, there's a, a new Bible study that goes with the servant event. And um, it, the, they're really good. That's really a bad thing to say. But they are just, they just get you involved and they help you have a deeper relationship with Christ. And that's really what serving events are about, that deeper relationship with Christ. At the end of the week, um, we call it the long goodbye. Because you've been sitting there, not sitting there, you've been standing shoulder to shoulder, working with other kids your age, and you've gotten to really know them. You've gotten to know that, hey, there's other kids in this world that really love Christ as much as I do and know that Christ loves them that much. And we've shown people this awesome thing that we can do when we all stand together and work really hard. I'm going to tell you about a few of my events that I've had. So one place that we went to was Kim's, okay? 
Kim was a divorced uh, woman who had cancer, who lost her job, and her house was a wreck. Okay? Uh, PB, that's our pastor, PB and Shelly. <laughs> Did you get that? All right. If you came to my event, you'd go, oh, dear, those two people. Um, so anyways, Kim um, was, like I said, divorced, had cancer, lost her job, and her house was a wreck. We pulled up to her house, and we were like, oh, her house doesn't look too bad. But then as we started looking at it, we went inside, and the plumbing was all messed up. There was, like, water leaking everywhere. There's mold growing everywhere. The soffits of her house, do you know what soffits are? Goes around the house again. Um, those were all rotten, and birds were living up in her roof. And um, we had a contractor friend of ours stop by, and he was like, no, you guys can't do anything here. You, you can't do anything. And we said to Kim, sorry, Kim, we can't do anything here because your house is in such disarray. And she said, oh, what am I going to do? And I said, you know what? We'll paint your deck for you. And she was like, really? I said, yep, yeah, we'll paint your deck for you. So she had a really big deck coming off of her house, which probably should have been torn down. But we painted her deck. We sanded it. We cleaned it. We painted it. We painted all kinds of other stuff around her house. She was so, so grateful. You can't even believe it. The next week after the servant event, uh, PB and I went over to her house and we said, hey, Kim, how did it go for you? She goes, you know what? I know you guys couldn't do a lot, but do you know it reminded me that God hasn't forgotten about me? And that's what a servant event is. God hasn't forgotten about me. I'm here. I'm struggling. I don't know what to do. And then you guys come in. And you guys lift her up and say, God loves you and cares for you. And there's so, people like Kim, they're so, so grateful that you can't even believe it. It's unbelievable. It's so fantastic. So another place we have here, Clarence. Clarence is one of my favorite ones. There's a picture of Clarence right there, too. It's the same picture. So Clarence was 92 years old, 92, and he lived in his house by himself, okay? He was a really cool old guy. Obviously, he loved that we were there. He brought the kids uh, uh, pop, and I think he might have had hot dogs, and he just loved that we were there. He lived in an old farmhouse that was dilapidated and falling down, and the siding was all rotted, and you know what we did? We sighted his house for him. So here's something you don't know about me. It's like siding a house. Shelly, that was a big job. It was. But here's the cool thing. My husband and I own a rental equipment store. <laughs> so we get, or I get, to use the equipment for free. It's pretty awesome. So we had lifts out there lifting kids up, uh, pulling siding off, uh, putting siding back on. Uh, Clarence sat there and watched us do it every day. He was so excited that we were there for him. 
He, he was so grateful. We cut wood for him. We got him ready for the winter. If you know anything about Minnesota, it's really cold here in the wintertime. 20 below, 30 below, it's awesome. Clarence, once again, was really grateful for that. Another house that we worked on was Mary's. Mary was a grandma. Her five grandchildren lived with her. That year, PB and I were looking and searching and searching for a place to serve. We couldn't find anything. It was two weeks before the event. We're like, what are we going to do? We have no place for these 35 people to go to to work. What are we going to do? A member of our congregation said, hey, you guys, I have a place for you to work on. We're like, oh, okay, cool. And so she goes, well, you guys, I'll drive you out there. We're like, all right. So we hop in her car. She's a real estate agent. And uh, we drive into this neighborhood of $500,000 homes. We're like, ah, you're like, this person has to meet some criteria. She's like, don't you worry about it, you guys. Don't worry about it. You're like, these are $500,000 homes here. She's like, don't worry about it. We turn the corner, and there in front of us is a house from, oh, 1920-something. In the middle of this $500,000 neighborhood, grass is up to here. Soffits are gone, big holes in the foundation. We walked into, that was Mary, we walked into Mary's house and we're like, Mary, how can you even live here? Oh, well, this is all I have. I have my five grandchildren and I need to repair some of these things or the county's going to take them. I'm like, oh, okay, well, let's see what we can do for you. Mary's house, mm-mm. You guys don't know what we did for those people. This is the best story ever. So there's a big hole in their foundation. Water's pouring in it. The pump is pumping it out. It's pouring it back in. Like, oh, no. So we had to fix that first. We go into Mary's house. We uh, uh, go into her bathroom. She goes, well, I just really need a new vanity here. We're like, oh, okay, we could probably do that for you. We open the, the vanity cupboard. We're like, uh, Mary, you have no plumbing here. She goes, oh, yeah, we just let the water drain out of the sink onto the floor. It's like, oh, on, you can't do that. We walked upstairs. Now, PB, he's a big dude. I'm a little person. He's a big dude, okay? We're walking upstairs. I'm walking upstairs. He grabs my shoulder and he says, hey, Shelly, I'm not walking up here because I think I'm going to fall through. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you probably are as I'm stepping through the holes. Um, so that was pretty scary. The, the stairway was falling apart. We get up into to the bedrooms, and I don't know, you know, Minnesota, we have a lot of mosquitoes here and bugs. The kids' windows, they had no windows, no window screens, nothing. I'm like, oh. 
okay. So we say to one of the boys, so what would you like done in your room? I'd really like it if you could get rid of the bats because I can't sleep at night because of the bats. Okay, $500,000 homes, you guys, and this lady is right there. Would you think that maybe one of her neighbors might try to help her? No, but we did, okay? We came in that week, we put new windows in her house, a new door on, uh, buttoned everything up so that bats, we removed the bats, put in a new vanity with plumbing, and then, on the last day, go Minnesota Twins. We took them to a Minnesota Twins game. Those kids, five kids, went and bought a Minnesota Twins shirts. I don't have one on, I guess. Um, I do love the Twins, though. And took those kids to the ball game. They were so, they'd never been to anything like that before. We bought them so much cotton candy and popcorn and frosty malts and junk you're not supposed to eat. It was awesome. And then we sent them home. <laughs> That's what I like to do. Sugar them up and send them home. But, you know, those... Oh, well, I forgot one more thing. We looked in Mary's pantry and there was no food. So one day, instead of going out and doing a fun recreational thing, the kids were like, we need to get Mary some food. So the kids went door to door, we collected, I don't know how many bags of food for Mary and her grandkids. That is like a pretty awesome thing. That's what a serving event is about. I want all you guys to think about how can I serve and go help people like this in my own neighborhood. You have them in your neighborhood. They're there. If you don't know how to do that, go to a serving event. Next year, in 2020, there's probably going to be 100-some serving events throughout the country. We need you guys to go and help people do this, these things. We need you to go be Jesus for them, because that's what they need. That's what serving events do. They're just, I can't even tell you what that is like for someone's life. What you guys can do, what an impact you can make here. I know we go, a lot of people, they go, oh, but we can go to Mexico or Peru. I don't know, do people go to Peru? I don't know, do you know that? I don't know. I just picked that out of my hat, Peru. <laughs> Um, and we can go build homes and do things like that. But you know what? Here in the United States, your neighbors, my neighbors, they need to be shown the love of Christ too. Because sometimes we forget that God loves us when we are in a desperate situation. And we always say to the homeowners when we go out, give us twice as much work as you think. And they're like, oh, you'll never get this done. That is what is so incredible. I can't believe the amount of work that teenagers can get done. 
I can't believe the amount of patience adult leaders have. One of my favorite things to do is to give kids tools. I love power tools. I love tools. Obviously, off a rental equipment store. Of course, I love tools. I love to put tools in kids' hands and show them how to use them. That is a skill that maybe you've never done before. Servant events are about getting out of your comfort zone and doing something you never expected to do. When we did Mary's house that night, an adult leader came up to me and said, look at these hands, Shelly. I said, well, did you wash them before we eat dinner? She goes, yeah, I picked up dead bats with these hands today. I can't believe it. I was like, I can't believe it either. I don't even know if I'd do that. That's getting out of your comfort zone. You go to a servant event, you might not know what you're going to do, but you know you're going to serve in the name of Jesus. And that's all that really matters. That is the cool thing. That prepares you for life. Do you know you guys are all going to go to college or get jobs or do something, and you're going to go, what should I do? How's this going to work? What am I going to do? You know what? Servant events prepare you for that because you don't know what's going to happen when you start that job, when you get to school, whatever. God knows already. He's got a plan for you. That's the cool thing. That's why I like working with young people. There's so much out there for you to experience. Servant events are a great place to find those things out. Adult leaders, they are awesome to bring your kids to. You learn, your group gets so close together. You bond like no other youth activity. You can go on a million, and I'm not kidding you, a million retreats, never going to bond like this. It's amazing. God is so good with that. These kids right here in the front row, they go to my church. They're like, oh, Shelly, calm down. <laughs> I think one or two of them has been on a servant event. Servant events throughout the year are a different organization than the servant events that are done here at the gathering, okay? Um, servant events at the gathering are just slightly different, okay? Servant events that uh, we do are usually five to seven days long, okay? They usually are either at a camp or a home congregation, okay? Usually they have uh, 10 to 50 participants at them, okay? Um, they're a smaller scale. You do... They have different varieties of servant events. There's construction like mine. We do construction only. There's VBS. Some uh, places do, they have you come in and you do a VBS out in the community somewhere. They do uh, sports camps. Some of them are soccer camps, uh, volleyball camps, where you take the kids, you teach them the skills, and then you do like a devotion or a Bible study with them. And then you also do your own devotion and Bible studies. 
And then uh, there's also human care, which would be like going to like nursing homes, uh, places like that, and helping people who um, are either, either disabled or elderly. So in the room here is Joe Palinkas. <coughs> Come on up here, Joe. Joe didn't know I was going to do this either. I said, Joe, you want to talk? And he's like, no. So Joe and I are on the Servant Event Committee. Um, <coughs> and so tell us something about Servant Events, Joe. Right. You used to go on them as a kid. I did, I did, yeah. So I'll tell you guys a quick story. <coughs> so um, how I got involved with Servant Events was I was 14 years old. And my youth director said, hey, we're going to go to the summer camp. We're going to do, do the CERN event. And I had no idea what the heck that was. So one thing you should know about me is that I really <coughs> love to work. I've always liked to work. I've always had a job since I was like 12 years old, mowing lawns around the neighborhood and working on a golf course, doing construction work. So in the summer, when I was not in school, all I wanted to do was just work as much as I could. So when she's like, oh, you have to take a week off and go to this summer camp and do something or whatever. I'm like, no way. So then a year goes by, and she asks again, hey, we're going to go on the certain event. So the church puts together this group, you know, high school kids and my friends, and they go to another certain event. And I'm like, ah, I can't take a week off of work. I can't do that. Uh, so then they come back. They come back, and then uh, I think I was 16 the next year. They did it again. And so... Again, I said, no, I'm not doing this. This is silly. I'm not going to some summer camp. I never grew up doing anything like that before. So uh, they came back, and my youth director said, Joe, you would really love this. I want you to try to commit to a year from now to go to a, a certain event. So I'm, in my mind, I was just like, uh, sure, I could probably make that work. And thinking that there's got to be a way I could get out of this a year from now. So... She's like, well, I'm going to hold you accountable to this. So she pulled out a piece of paper and said, you know, I, Joe, commit to go to the certain event in 2007 at the time. <laughs> so I was going to be 17 at this time. That I was, was your first contract you ever signed, That was the first right, contract Joe? I ever signed. <laughs> and she hung it on the bulletin board in the youth room. So everyone, all my friends, saw that, hey, I was going to go next year. So I get dragged to this certain event in Indiana, um, just north of Fort Wayne, and uh, to this summer camp called Camp Luther Haven. And uh, it's this week-long week event, and I think there was about 40 other high school kids, probably about three or four other groups from different states. One was from Florida, one was from Nebraska. We were from Ohio, and there were some people from Indiana and whatnot. And uh, we started doing, like, these, you know, name games and all this stuff. And I'm like, what the heck is this place, you know? So... What we were doing that week, though, was uh, we were doing, a, the camp was called, or a certain event was called All Nations Outreach. And in Fort Wayne, Indiana, there's a very high population of Burmese refugees and Sudan refugees. And um, the kids um, that came over from these different countries uh, that were refugees, um, they would host this day camp for the little children. I think it was 10 years and younger. So the certain eventers, the high school people, like myself, we teamed up with a little kid, and you would do a day camp with them. And half of these kids didn't speak any English whatsoever. Maybe some of them had only been in the country for like two weeks. And it was a really wild time to 
just hear the stories of these kids. And um, they didn't know really anything about Christ at all. Um, in fact, uh, the, the Sudan kids, their moms told them they couldn't swim in the lake because the hippos would eat them. So <laughs> it, was, it was a wild time. But for the first time in my life, I was 17. I got dragged to this. I never worked with little kids in my life. But for the first time, I saw how uh, God worked through little, ch- little children, which then softened me up. And for the first time, I think I really um, started to have my own personal faith, which was just a game changer for me. So I fell in love with certain events, and, uh, and I haven't stopped since. So every single year, I host one, or I try to host one at the camp. I try to go on one, and I'm, now I'm on this committee that I get to share certain events and my love for certain events with other people. So that's kind of my, my little story how I got involved on it. So. Okay, thanks, Joe. So um, I'm gonna, uh, we're just about done here. So does, I would like to know, does anybody have any questions about servant events or how to get involved in servant events or where you look for servant events? There is a website, lcmsserventevents.org. Uh, this is what I found out. If you want to do like a servant event or even some service out of your own home congregation, a good place to start is with your members. If, because sometimes members need uh, work, el- especially elderly or if they're handicapped, um, they need some work done on their home. Well, and it doesn't really matter what that work is. Maybe they need their grass cut, which that doesn't sound like a big deal, but sometimes it really is, okay? Or maybe they need their house painted. We've painted lots and lots of houses. For some reason, kids love to paint houses and themselves. (laughs) Don't really know why you all like to paint yourselves, but you do. Um, But that's always a fun thing. Another good place to, to look is Um, Sometimes Lutheran social services in your area also knows people who may need assistance. Um, We also talk with the VFW and the American Legion, uh, veterans of foreign wars or just veterans in general a lot of times, or people who are deployed, their families need some assistance. there's uh, the Lions groups. I don't know if that's kind of a, I don't know if that's a Minnesota thing or not, but uh, uh, other social things like that where there's other groups um, that know people in the community, that's a good way to, to find things to do. Or go to a serving event somewhere, and then you don't have to do all the setup. It's a lot of work to set one up. But, it, and you know, so you could come to mine. Mine's going to be next year, July 11th through the 18th. I don't know if that's right or not. But it's going to be in July. Um, uh, Lord of the Lakes, Forest Lake, um, Heart of a Servant. Heart of a Servant, Servant Event. That's my uh, Servant Event. Um, I'm Shelly Carlson, so you just look me up. Um, if you have questions about that, though, let me know. So, but I really think if you get your congregation behind you and they have a better understanding of what servant events are and what they do for you, that it, fundraising is much easier. So here's one more thing I got for you, okay? The thing is this. Um, I, I told you before I like toys. I like games. And so 
Like one of one of the things is one year um, at a servant event, I gave out the smile Jesus loves me bouncy balls because I really like bouncy balls. I know they're kind of little, but I don't have a big budget for you guys. So the ones at my event were a little bit bigger. But what we did was when kids uh, came in the morning, we would give them bouncy balls, and uh, what they were supposed to do was go out and tell people that Jesus loves them, okay? So when you guys leave here today, you're going to start going on a servant event. And you're going to take, I don't know, two or three uh, bouncy balls. John's going to have them here. He's going to help me pass them out. Take two or three bouncy balls, and you give them to someone today. And you say, Hey, do you know anything about servant events? Well, tomorrow morning at 10.30, there's this lady upstairs. I don't know if you really want to go listen to her or not, but you got to check it out. Okay? Or go, go to the youth booth. 